0: Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Little Falls Christian Center. Good evening, church. It is my absolute privilege to share the word of the Lord with you tonight. But before we share the word of the Lord, I want you all to stand for a second. And as you stand there, raise your hands to the heavens. Father, in the name of Jesus, we officially gather right now in your holy name. We pray, Father, that the anointing that is made available for us, your believers, be present this night. We pray, Lord, that your tangible presence increase as the evening progresses. We pray, Father, that this evening belongs to you, not to us. We now submit the word in your hand and we ask that the word shall speak on our behalf. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may take your seat. And so it's 80 or 636 and I've got 10 minutes to share the word of the Lord with you tonight. And so my title is Christ, the true source. And we continue on the vein of the anointing And I want to lay the foundation in the book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 38. It's one verse, and we're going to explore this one verse tonight. Um, And so, without further ado, I will read the following. It says the following, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him, and so out of this one verse, we can see. I'm going to lay down three keys or give three pillars, as Pastor Toby uh, nicely put it this morning. Three pillars for you to use in how to tap into the anointing, what the anointing is about, and how you can utilize the anointing. Amen. Amen. I know you guys are quiet, but it's fine. We'll warm up as the evening progresses. But the point is this. In Acts chapter 10, 38, there are pillars that has been given unto us. God who has anointed Jesus of Nazareth, the first pillar, the anointing. The anointing comes from Jesus. Because we are believers of God, we are associated with God. And so as Pastor Harold has taught us very nicely um, over the years, and for those that are familiar and uh, have been over, over the period of time in, in, in part of this congregation, the anointing works best with association and the environment. The association and the environment. And so we know that Christ also known, as known, is known as Messiah or Messiah, which means the anointed it means the anointed and so we are associated as christians and we call we are because christ is the anointed christians is therefore called little anointed ones and so we walk in the same anointing that jesus had and so i'm not sure if you know this but maybe you have the anointing. And I believe all of us have the anointing because there's a certain anointing that rests upon all of us in this auditorium for your call and your mission that the Lord has given unto you. And so I want to just briefly touch part of the, of the anointing, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. God had to anoint not Christ because Christ is the deity but he had to anoint Jesus, who is humanity. In other words, from the flesh, the human aspect, the flesh part of Jesus had to be anointed, to be equipped to go and do the call of what he was sent to do, amen? And so with this being said, if we are anointed... How can that affect our lives? And some of you know that you are anointed, and some of you walk already in the anointing. But I want to touch base quickly on, on um, Luke, verse 10, or Luke chapter 10, rather. And from, from verse 38 to 42, we see um, the story about Mary and Martha and how Mary has chosen the better part. We all know the story, where she has sat at Jesus' feet and Mary was distracted. Mary was distracted, yet she was also a disciple of Jesus Christ. And so with this being said, I wanna challenge you this night. Are you distracted by the way of life, just being busy? Or are you sitting at the feet of Jesus Christ, the anointed? Why? Because the anointing comes by association and environment. The more you sit at the feet of Jesus, the more the anointing is busy transferred over to your life. The more you spend time in the prayer closet, the more the anointing has been transferred. Why? Because it's the association with Christ Jesus. It's the association to stay in His presence. And so we see back in Acts chapter 10, 38 how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, what? To do good. And to heal all those who were oppressed. But before we come to the healing part, He was anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power. And this is the second foundational pillar that I want to give to you tonight. That the foundational pillar of the Holy Spirit is imminent for the anointing to start working in your life. So the more you sit in the presence of Jesus, the Holy Spirit gets involved in your life. And like we've uh, preached on prior occasions, when you spend time in the prayer closet, when you come out of the prayer closet, the Holy Spirit goes with you. And so as the Holy Spirit goes with you, He whispers to you certain things. You become aware of the environment around you. And so you carry the authority just like Jesus did, and we're building up to a point in time so that when you walk out of this place tonight, you will be refreshed, you will be equipped, and when you go into your workplace tomorrow, you can bind every demonic spirit that wants to come against your assignment. Why? Because the Holy Spirit gives us power. Amen. I can feel the crowd is busy warming up tonight. And so the second foundational pillow is that the Holy Spirit points us to Christ. He points us to Christ. And Christ's function is to point us to the Father. He points us to the Father. Why? Because Jesus in His own words said, I can only do what I see my Father do. And so if we see the inner workings of the Holy Spirit pointing us to Christ Jesus, pointing us to Abba Father, it means that we've got relationship with the Trinity and therefore we've got our assignment laid out before us and therefore when we go, we have a task ahead of us. Can I get an amen? Give Jesus a praise. And so as As I wanna I wanna reference back to Matthew chapter 16, and we all know this point. I don't I don't have the luxury of time to go there, but just to reference, where Jesus tells and he asks his disciples, Who do men say I am? And some say, and some said that you are Elijah, and some said this, that, and the other. And then Jesus asked, But who do you say I am? And then Peter answered, You are the Son. Of the most high God. And then Jesus responds in verse 17 and said, Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood. In other words, the human aspect has not revealed this unto you. But my father who is in heaven. In other words, there was a heavenly revelation that came down from the heavens above to our natural realm. As we all know, Pastor Harold has been preaching about walking in the Spirit. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, in my spirit, I want to invite you to go and listen to their sermons again. Because there are keys and fundamentals of walking in the Spirit. And walking in the Spirit means to have access to heavenly revelation. And it can only come by the Holy Spirit. And then the third revelation or the third foundational pillar was that Jesus went out to good. Do good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. In other words, his assignment was after the anointing and having been endowed with the presence and the power of God's Spirit, was to go out and to heal the sick. And so that's where we as Christians fall short because, like, Lord, I just want to have a relationship with you. But what about, as Pastor Tabu preached this morning, evangelizing, showing the glory of Christ out there. Expanding the kingdom of God. Because the church, I believe, as a whole, not this church, but as a whole, has been silent. Just waiting to sit in the presence of the Lord and not doing anything about it. And waiting for the pastors, the prophets, the apostles, the evangelists, and and so on and so forth to do the work. And and in fact, the Lord said, you who believe, and this is the third foundational pillar found in Mark chapter 16. These signs will follow you for those who believe. Those who believe is not just a fivefold ministry. It is the church and the body of Christ. Can I get an amen? And therefore it means that, yes, give Jesus praise. And so with the assignment of believing in Christ Jesus, He will leave us with signs, wonders, and miracles. What are these signs? Mark 16 declares to us. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons, one. They will speak in new tongues, two. And thirdly found in verse, verse 18, they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And so I believe there is a special anointing here tonight to equip and endow the Church of Christ tonight so that when you go out, when you lay your hands on the sick, you don't have to wait for the pastor on the Sunday evening. But when you go out and you pray yourself, you will see the sign, you will see the one there, and you will see the miracle coming and working through your hand. Amen. Amen. And so I close off, and I know my time is running out, and I close off in Acts chapter 19, where it speaks about Paul going through, through Corinth, I believe it is, um, and, and he passed by, and he, and he asked certain people, verse 2, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe? Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe? And they said, I have not yet heard about the Holy Spirit. It is a shame for not to be acquainted with God's Spirit and move as God's Spirit leads you. Romans 8.14. And I close off with the following. That then Paul baptized them in the Holy Spirit, laying his hands on them. And they repented and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And so with this message tonight, the three pillars in summary, one, being acquainted or sitting at the feet of Jesus, two, being endowed with the Holy Spirit of promise, and three, being sent out to do His promise and to expand God's kingdom, amen. And so with this, I know that's the end of my sermon, it's the end of my message. I want to invite you tonight For those who have felt distracted over the period of time, not spending time with the Lord as they ought to, or not being filled with God's presence as you are ought to, not getting to know Christ as you ought to. I want everybody just to bow their heads at the moment in time. Do this introspection right now and be honest, be serious with yourself. Because I know there are mature Christians in the auditorium, but this counts for me and for you. Are you seriously being distracted or are you seriously spending time with the Lord? One, two. Have you received your daily assignment from the Holy Spirit? Being led as He teaches you to pray for those around you. If the answer is no to both those questions, I want you to raise your hands and say, Pastor, I need prayer tonight. I need prayer tonight, Lord. If you feel that you have an assignment from the Holy One and you need to go and equip uh, the world and be led by God's Spirit, I want you to raise your hands if you feel that is you as well. That's right. Hands are going up. Hands are going up. I want you to take a stand there. For those of people that, that raised their hands, just please stand. Stand. Don't be shy, just stand. I want you to walk forward because I want to pray for you here this one tonight. Just step forward. This is a serious moment of your life. Give Jesus praise. Yes. can just make your way to the middle please that will help that will help and so this call is not just to rededicate your life but this call is really to seriously take the call of God upon your life serious and to really run with the Lord and to spend time with him and I say thank you for stepping out tonight because the Lord will show you from this day onwards what to do. And for those that are still sitting in the pews, please raise your hands towards these in the front. And for those in the front, I want you just to raise your hands to the Lord and repeat after me. Lord Jesus, tonight, I recommit, rededicate, my life unto you. I know I have a call of God upon my life. And I know that I have assignment for you. And therefore I ask, Lord, that you would bless me, protect me, fill me with your spirit. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord for these, your young ones, the young warriors that have been arise right now. Thank you, Lord, that you are arising a new generation and army in this hour. I feel led you to just to come down and just pray over you. Father, we, we touch this generation tonight, Lord. That Father, Your anointing will come over them and protect them, preserve them. That Father, many, many have come out here tonight, Father, rededicating their lives to the Lord. I pray, Father, that Your Spirit rest upon them, equip them, preserve them in Jesus' name. Zonderi yaste. Lord, preserve them and protect them wherever they go. That, Father, they will not go back into the world and do the things of the world. But, Lord, that they will literally be separated for the call of God upon their lives. In Jesus' name. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.